Father, this blessed morning, we are very grateful for the gift of life. And we are also grateful for the gift of today. We thank you for the privilege and the opportunity to gather together as a congregation, as a family before you. Lord, I know that many people have loved uh, to have a chance and a time like this. But Lord, some way, somehow, unfortunately, they do not have it. But you gave it to us and we didn't pay for it. And we did not have to work for it. You just gave us the privilege of gathering together before you as a congregation. What a blessing, Lord. People don't know, but we know that it is a privilege to even wake up from our beds and organize ourselves, sit in our cars, and then drive all the way here. It's a privilege. Lord, it's a privilege. Because that same route that we drove on, somebody drove on it, the person never got to his destination or her destination and they are not part of the living now what a good god we serve uh, the things that the enemy meant for evil you turn them for our good Amen. what was supposed to bring us shame promoted us Amen. what was supposed to bring us tears of pain brought us tears of joy the things that lord could make our ears lord suffer rather made our ears excited what a good god we serve what a good god we serve come on what a good god we serve what a glorious father we serve father we, we we look around and we see that the same food that others ate and they got cancer and they got complications sometimes we even eat worse than that and lord we are bubbling like a tennis ball what a good god we serve because bible said that we shall serve the lord he shall bless our food and bless our water and take sicknesses from the midst of us what a good god we serve somebody say what a good god we serve hallelujah what a good god we serve and father the amazing aspect of everything is that you call us your children <laughs> hallelujah father to be called your children means so much oh lord it means that you care for us it means that we are because you are it means that our burdens are your burdens it means that our provisions are from you it means that our security is from you we are grateful lord if today the only thing that we can say is that we are grateful we are okay because we cannot be grateful enough we cannot be thankful enough listening to all the testimonies that we heard and the others that are, are there in the pipeline lord we just want to say as a congregational family we say thank you lord we say thank you lord thank you for each and everyone that is here this morning those that are online all our multitude of families online thank you for their lives and those that father are on their way coming still we thank you for their lives and those that couldn't make it today we thank you for their lives we are eternally grateful and lord we pray bless your word as usual and let your word be a blessing unto us let nobody depart from here the same there has never been an instance where people have gathered in your presence and left the same i pray in the name of jesus bless each and every member of this congregation online and in-house.
let your name be glorified lord tomorrow is a memorial day uh, remembering our fallen heroes for standing for the land and for fighting for the land and for being for the land i pray lord let every family of every fallen hero hero in the name of jesus christ of nazareth father be blessed for lending those heroes unto the land in the mighty name of jesus Uh, people that will not honor their heroes is not worth dying and sacrificing for and lord we thank you for the land of america and we thank you for the for the wisdom of our forefathers that came up with certain institutions like thanksgiving day like memorial day and all that lord just to recognize and acknowledge the struggles and the things that people have done for the land to be where it is what we can do is to celebrate lord uh, the lives of those that have gone on ahead of us by fighting for the land and we thank you for their families for lending them onto the land in jesus name we bless you oh lord we pray for the land of america and we ask oh lord let your hand continue to hover over the land forgive and pardon the many sins of the land we know that sometimes lord in place of judgment you look at the relationship between you and the person and you forget the judgment just like you did in the case of david when david killed somebody's husband and everybody knew that this guy got to die and you look beyond his errors into the relationship that you have with him and you spared him now pray oh lord in the name of jesus for the relationship our forefathers had with you this land of america look upon that relationship one day father solomon did something and you wanted to punish him and you said because of the relationship i have with your father even though your father is not here i look onto that relationship and i spare you lord if you say you are looking at us today you will annihilate the whole of america but for the sake of our forefathers that stood for you and that decreed and declared in god we trust that put their hope in you and bank their trust in you and lifted the constitution of america upon you instill the fear of god in our schools in our colleges in the name of jesus and let the product of our schools and our colleges acknowledge you in all their ways that you may direct that part of our posterity the name of jesus christ oh we stand for the land again we pray for all the leadership in all capacities federal lord state in the name of jesus christ oh lord bible said that the wisdom of man will fail but the wisdom of god will transgenerate now I pray in Jesus' blessed name. Deliver the wisdom of Solomon to all our leaders. Amen. That decisions will favor the body of Christ. Amen. That decisions will favor your cause. Amen. That decisions will favor the fear of God. Amen. As for anything that Father will sabotage your work and your love and your fear on our land, we paralyze it in Jesus' name. Amen. And we decree and we declare, let God arise let god arise let god arise let god arise let all his enemies be scattered on our land of america thank you oh lord for all the men and women all our servicemen all our service women 
Thank you, Father, for all that do all manner. Our first responders in all situations, some of them have perished as a result of responding to the welfare of others. In trying to secure the joy of another family, they have ended up creating tears in their own families. Lord, remember all of them. Bless them. Bless our police system. Bless every policeman and policewoman. Lord, in the name of Jesus, and help them be with them. Lord, we love them. And we pray that you will help them. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus. I pray for all medics in all spheres. All medics, medical personnel, health workers. Lord, in times of outbreaks, they are all over. I pray in the name of Jesus. Father, preserve them in Jesus' name. Protect them in Jesus' name. What can we say about our teachers? That teaches our children. They are forming their mentality, their mindset. And we know that nobody can become more than what is in his mind. We pray for all our teachers. From kindergarten, preschool, through kindergarten, all the way to our colleges, universities and all that. We pray, oh Lord, govern their lives. And help them to govern our children. That they may instill God in the children and not hate and not bigotry and not division and not segregation but unity the other day jesus was about living and the only prayer that he prayed for the church was that that there may be one that there may be one bible said in psalm 133 and verse number three where there is unity bible said that there the lord commanded his blessings i pray the lord your people will be one. Amen. Let America be glorious. Amen. And be a glorified nation. Amen. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus. Bless each one who is here. Amen. Let our lives never be the same. Amen. Jesus mighty name. Say me a believing. Amen. Amen. Give a clap unto the Lord. Take your seat in heavenly places. Hallelujah. How many of you know that Monday is Memorial Day? Monday is a memorial day. Hallelujah. And we just want to celebrate God for the land and all our gone heroes who sacrificed their life on the line of duty for this great, great, great nation. Amen. Amen. Anywhere that they do not celebrate their heroes, that place is not worth promoting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, say me a believing amen. amen. <laughs> Do you know that the testimonies that we heard are very amazing? Very, very amazing. I'm surprised that Yudis didn't share her testimony. But because of my time, I will spare her today. But I will call her to sh- She's got amazing. Yudis, can you give me a wave? Yeah, she's got amazing testimonies. Yesterday she was sharing. I was on the phone with her. I usually spend maybe about 10, 15 minutes on phone counseling and doing that i spent over one hour with her the testimonies were too amazing but i don't know why she doesn't share them but next week somebody say next week it is you this day she will share all her testimonies amen 
There are other people too who don't share their testimonies. I welcome them to share their testimonies. Next week, we will share testimonies. Amen. Amen. All right. We want to thank God for today and we want to thank God for. Um, other one moment, please come. Just a quick one. All right. Thank you. So, uh, and then you work it out for me. All right. Well, we are still talking about the Abrahamic blessings. And today, I'm talking about walking in the footsteps of Abraham. Last week, Sunday, we explained why God called Abraham or why God chose Abraham. Because the Lord wanted to find a person and deliver the world back to. And then the Lord started his campaign. And then the Lord, after Adam and Eve had fallen, and the Lord found, uh, the Lord said that he was going to raise up another man. The moment the Lord said in Genesis 3.15 that he was going to raise up another man, the enemy started going after the seed of man. Hallelujah. He started corrupting it by allowing fallen angels to sleep with the daughters of men in Genesis chapter 6. And then Bible says that when the Lord realized that the thing was getting out of hands, Bible says it repented the Lord. It repented the Lord. Elder, not here. Those outside. Those outside. Yeah. Amen. All right. Now, Bible says that, and it repented the Lord for creating man whom he had made upon the surface of the earth. So the Lord said, I'll wipe away every man. And then, in the process of wiping out every man that he had created because they had been contaminated, the Lord found Noah. Bible says that, and Noah found grace. Genesis chapter 6 and verse number 8. Bible says, but Noah found grace in the sight of God. So, when Noah found grace in the sight of God, Bible says that the Lord took Noah. So, the Lord wanted to make Noah... A, a, a progenitor somebody who will now spearhead another generation that is not corrupted so that the lord can will the world back to man hallelujah because now man had lost it and god got to take the world back from man and present it back to, i mean from the devil and present it back to man and 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 then after the flood Bible said that Noah was working with the Lord, but his generation, all of a sudden, the enemy introduced something else that can contaminate man. Apart from, listen, that is why these two things are very, there are two things that every child of God, Bible wants us to flee from them. Number one is the sin that has to do with your body, immorality. And number two, the sin of idolatry, adultery, fornication and idolatry these two things are two things that caused god to destroy the world the first one was adultery or immorality when the fallen angels were contaminating themselves with the daughters of men and bible said that and the lord looked at that and he wiped all the race of human beings he found noah noah now came and the devil introduced idolatry i-d-o-l idols worshiping idols now in our days now you may say that well man of god uh, uh, papa I, I don't worship idols anything that will take the place of god in your life is an idol anything some people their idols are sleep sleeping they can sleep and sleep and sleep they sleep for 12 hours they wake up they are still tired they want to sleep again there are some people their idols is food the food we eat they can eat and eat and eat until they can't stand up again some people, their idol is work. They work and work. They don't even have time for anything. 
they don't have time for themselves they don't have time for God they don't have time for their family they don't have time for anything it is an anything that takes more than God in your life is your idol you don't need to go and see a shrine somewhere you travel to somewhere Latin America or somewhere Africa and then you go to see a shrine no you have a shrine in your bedroom is there anything you love more than God anything you love you see because a God is supposed to be something that your heart is after listen every human being on earth is a spirit being as I see Marshall sitting there Marshall can you stand on your feet for me can you stand on your feet for me for a second you see this is not Marshall Marshall is inside this is a container of Marshall he needs this container in order to, to live on this earth Without this container, Marshall is not here. That is why when we die, we drop this container. We drop, you, you see, when you die, it, it, this body is not you. you. You just come out of the container. Just like you cannot fly without an aeroplane. That means you are something else. Praise the name of Jesus. Flying without an aeroplane. You need something that, you need a container that you can be in. And, and then you can be transported through the sky that aeroplane that you and i need in order to be transported on this earth is called this body praise the name of jesus god bless you sir please you may take you now so 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 when when i i introduce anything that this body or that my life is more interested in than god because Marshall is the spirit inside this container and every spirit is looking for another spirit for communication number two every spirit is looking for a higher spirit to subject itself to every spirit i'll say it again every spirit is looking for a higher spirit to subject itself to that is why every human being when they are dying they will always if you have seen people dying before i think maybe once or twice yeah you will see them you know they will be clinging their feet their hands like this it's not because they just want to do that now the spirit man is leaving the body and they want to get connected to the spirit that will introduce them to the other world when you leave this body a spirit will connect you to the other world whether the spirit of god or the spirit of the devil but the spirit will connect you to the other side praise the name of jesus so anybody or anything that you will put there that attracts your spirit or for that matter your being more than god becomes your idol so bible says that after the enemy has corrupted man with immorality and god had wiped them away now the enemy introduced the worship of another god they started worshiping the moon god and then god said no 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 i still by this time god had vowed in genesis chapter 8 and chapter 9 that i will no more destroy the world as i have done so god couldn't destroy the world then so the lord now started finding in the race of 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 noah the people that had corrupted themselves he started finding somebody who could separate himself and Bible said that the Lord found a man called Abraham. And then when he found Abraham, he told Abraham, leave your father and your mother's house. Abraham did. He said, go here. He did. He said, do this. He did. He said, do that. He did. And then 
at a point the Lord now said now I know so when Abraham fulfilled all the responsibilities that God gave him God willed the world to him I think I talked extensively about that last week I'm just giving a rehearsal I mean a refreshing of it now so here the world has been willed to Abraham please listen to me there are people who say that well Christ has finished the works it is true all the work of salvation has been finished by Christ. The things that Abraham did, listen, <laughs> the things that Abraham did is outside the Old Testament. Abraham is an institution on his own. And then the Old Testament and then the New Testament. <laughs> okay, that is another thing. We'll talk about it later. But Abraham is a whole institution on his own. Everything that Abraham did had nothing to do with the law. Everything that Abraham did had nothing to do with the law. Because God selected, he handpicked Abraham alone. He took him alone. He, took, he said, Isaiah 51, and verse number 2 and 3. Look at Isaiah 51 and verse number 2. He said, let's start from verse number 1. He said, look unto the rock, hearken unto me. You that follow after righteousness, you that seek the Lord. Look unto the rock where you were hewn and to the hole of the pit where you were digged out of. Verse number 32. Uh, verse number 2. Look unto Abraham your father and unto Sarah that bare you. For I called him alone and I blessed him and I increased him. So Abraham is an institution on his own. A man that elder God said, can I hide what I'm going to do from? Genesis chapter 18 and verse number 17 and 18. God was on his way to go and destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And then he got to a man's house. He said, can I bypass Marshall's house and go and do this thing that I want? Are you not afraid of that person? A man that God says is my friend. Listen, let me tell you something. The wisdom of God is that if you want to succeed, follow the examples of people that have succeeded. How many of you believe it's a good statement? If I want to succeed in ministry, I don't have to start following a footballer. I am in ministry. If I want the ministry to excel and to succeed, and you see me following football, I'm not saying that don't, 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 don't let it be your hobby. But it's like my passion is football all my the people i'm looking up to is football i will come and stand here with a ball on the on the on the pulpit now i will start telling stories do you know this play you see so you realize that everything about my mind will be corrupted by football if you want to succeed in life there are things that are called secrets the secrets of success are embedded in people who have succeeded that is why if you see a man that has succeeded in an area go for their secret sometimes people see men that are you know icons women that are icons and they go like can you give me money can you help me can you you don't need that if you give me a man that has succeeded and i have to spend and he asked me what do you want there is only one thing how did you get to where you are i will never tell him even if he tells me, even if you want my whole empire, I will give it to you. I won't. I don't like that. No. How, sir? Please. How did you scale this problem? You have an issue in, let's say, your 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 business. 
ask somebody who is, don't be proud do you understand it ask somebody give me psalm 25 and let's read verse number 15 praise the name of jesus and he says that 25 let's start from verse number 14 he said the secret of the lord there is something called the secret of the lord and he said that the secret of the lord is with them that fear him and he will show them his covenant so it is not everybody that god shows and the covenant is a mystery when god downloads one covenant to you that is all he said i have a covenant with david he said and my covenant with david will i not break hey if god shows you one of his covenant i'm not talking about one of his promises i can give you a promise that tomorrow that i'll marry you tomorrow i can come and say i've changed my mind because maybe i've seen somebody that is more beautiful than you or i have seen somebody that is caring for me more than you but if i go ahead and i marry you tomorrow i can't come and say that i'm divorcing you the process it will go through me now see there are people that have divorced they wish they had never divorced because the things that are now pursuing and hunting the responsibility you have no idea why are they but there are other people to that broke relationship they are working about free because a promise can be broken a covenant cannot be broken just easily like that no <laughs> the secret of the law somebody say the secret is with them that fear him so there is a secret in life that can make your life beautiful that can make your work with the lord smooth that can make your work on earth how god wanted you to be and he says that it is in following the footsteps of abraham jesus said it in the book of luke let's go let, let's quickly go there let's go to mark chapter number thank you lord jesus let's go to um chapter number john chapter 8 and verse number 39 john chapter 8 and verse number 39 not of, of john yeah let's go to the book of john 8 and 39 look at what the lord said they answered and said unto jesus abraham is our father they thought by saying abraham is their father they were going to escape and jesus said unto them if you were abraham's children you would do the works of abraham so there are things that are called the works of abraham praise the name of jesus and we started talking about them last week and last week we said that the first work of abraham was that abraham followed god and i took time to explain it on on wednesday i talked more about that abraham followed god as a child abraham followed god I, I gave you all the points right now today i want to talk one more abraham's obedience abraham what are the things or what are the works of abraham work number two the obedience of abraham the obedience of abraham jimama the obedience of abraham somebody say the obedience of abraham do you know that the reason why everybody in the bible who lost what they lost was as a result of disobedience Just as, as a result of how did adam and eve lose the garden disobedience right how did 
um, Saul, the first king of Israel, how did he lose the kingdom? Disobedience. Tell me a man that lost something, placement in destiny, and I will tell you it was a result of disobedience. It was a result of disobedience. And that is why Abraham did not lose out. Because he obeyed God until God said that now I know. Hey, Genesis chapter number 22 and verse number 10, 11, 12. Abraham followed and obeyed God. Eh? And I'm going to tell you the steps that Abraham obeyed God. And Abraham stretched for his hand. And, and he said, do not lay your hand upon the lad. Now, neither do you anything unto him. For now I know. Hey, for now I know. We must come to the point where God can say, Tayo, now I know. You see, <laughs> obeying to this point will cost a lot of sacrifice. Because sometimes this body, this container, will be fighting what God says you should do. Praise the name of Jesus. Somebody say in the name of Jesus. Lord, give me the grace to be obedient as Abraham. First Samuel chapter 15. And let's read 22 to 24. First Samuel chapter 15. How did Saul lose what the Lord had given him? And Samuel said, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. Obedience is everything. Ladies and gentlemen, obedience is everything. You cannot walk with God without obedience. Listen to me. Do you know that even judgment against evil against you responds to your level of obedience let's go to the bible first corinthians and let's so second corinthians chapter 10 verse number four to six how much god is willing to punish disobedience against you is a product of your obedience to the lord for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Verse 5 says that. Now, let's look at verse number 5 very well. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And look at the last statement. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Verse number 6. Look at verse number 6. And having in readiness to avenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So until my obedience to the things that God is speaking to me is fulfilled, obedience of demons to the punishment that must come to them is, will never be complete. Look at that. It's, it's on the scripture. The level, you see, that is why some people can command certain things and it happen. Others can command it and it will not happen. Because the truth of the matter is that until your obedience gets to a certain level, certain responses from the camp of the enemy will not be reached. Your obedience to God is directly proportional to the obedience of situations and circumstances to you. 
Give me five and six again. Can we read it? He said, of course, from the verse four, it talks about the weapons of our warfare, right? And he said that those weapons cast down imaginations and every heightened that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. What is the knowledge of God? Everything that God has said for you. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Do you? That is the knowledge of God concerning my life. What is the knowledge of God? He said that I'm thinking for you. He said, I know the thoughts that I think for you. Thoughts of not evil or of harm, but to bring you to an expected end. That is the knowledge of God. But he says that there are imaginations that exalt themselves against that knowledge. Against that plans of God for your life. Against those purposes of God for your life. And he says that the weapons of our warfare which are not canal, they cast down those imaginations and they bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. But verse number 6 says that it is waiting, having in readiness. It means it's preparing. Okay, the weapons of our warfare are preparing. They are waiting, having in readiness to revenge all disobedience when my obedience is fulfilled. So as long as I live in disobedience, God tells me, don't do this. I said, that is what I want to do. And I think that the, 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 the enemy will obey me. When the enemy of pain, when the enemy of shame, when the, it doesn't matter the prophetic word hanging around my neck, if my obedience is hollow, boy, oh boy. And that is why the other day, Paul said that you make, if I, it was Jesus, he said, you make the word of God of non-effect with your traditions. Our disobedience is too much. Nowadays, if you start preaching like that, the people will not come to church. Yeah. But in this house, we are going to heaven. So we don't preach what will make me sweet. If I, I don't even preach what will make me sweet. I preach what the Lord tells me to preach. Because you know what? If I don't preach that Chantel, one day the Lord will meet me. And the Lord will say that I brought Chantel to you. I told you to tell her this. And I told you to tell yourself this. And he didn't say it. By that time, maybe you have escaped. Now I'll be sweating that day. I don't want to be there. Praise the name of Jesus. So, our obedience level determines the obedience of situations and circumstances to our, to our voices. Now our authority. Now pray in the name of Jesus. May the Lord give us the grace to walk in obedience in Jesus' mighty name. Can you shout me a believing amen? amen? So, let us quickly go and then see. Number one, Abraham. God told Abraham. Abraham, leave. He left. So, the obedience of Abraham was a prompt obedience. P-R-O-M-P-T. Prompt obedience. Delayed obedience is equal to disobedience. Delayed obedience is equal to disobedience. If, for example, you tell me, can you come at seven? Or you call me, please, can you come now? Can you come now? Can Maybe you are dying. And then, you within that space of five minutes, your life can be saved. And I said, oh, I will, okay, I will come. I will come. But I feel like I must come at my own time. By the time, I will come. But by the time I come, it will not be needed. So anytime God tells us something, it is time bound. Our ability to obey promptly. Sometimes God tells you, run away from this. You said, okay, I'll run away from it, but I will. 
let me take the last one. <laughs> then you go and take the last one. And then as you are going, the last one is, is finishing. He said, ah, I'm preaching. I'm preaching good, boy. And then you feel like, why, why don't I do last one? Lord, this one, you know, it is my last one. Just one more. And then you go and touch it. And then you go. And as you are going, the enemy, to, the enemy begins to make the thing more juicy. More appetizing. Now, the more you are running from it, the more interest and additives are being added to it. By the time you realize that that bell has been rung, tingong, and this time you are not here, you are by it. And it is too late. Delayed obedience is equal to disobedience. Don't obey after your time. Obey by the time of the Lord. A lot of people have died prematurely by delayed disobedience. By delayed disobedience. When they were supposed to be there, they were not there. Many people have lost major blessings as a result of delayed disobedience. And sometimes they say that we should not talk much about tight. Otherwise, it will be like we have that money. No! Let me tell you something. Listen, I don't want to shift my message. But if you are a child of God, huh, and you don't understand... Not maybe you don't understand. You do not practice tithing. You understand it. Not that you don't. If you don't understand it, it is different. We will take time and explain. But, you are, but it becomes difficult for you to do it. You see, it is not harming God. Listen, anything that God says we should do is for our good. Does God eat chicken? Does God eat uh, steak or ribs? I, I love ribs, but does God love ribs? Praise the name of Jesus. Anytime the Lord tells you or tells me something, it is for our good. It is not for his good. Because whether we do it or not, he remains God. When we do it, we put him in partnership with us. Listen, Genesis, give me Genesis chapter number 2. Let's start reading from verse number (laughs) 8. Why God wants us to obey promptly? Look at And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed. Verse number 9. Now look at verse number 9 very well. We are going to see four. Four kinds of fruit. Tayo, are you reading? He says that, And out of the ground, the Lord God made to grow every tree that is pleasant to the eye. That is category 1. Okay? That includes the flowers. That includes all the beautiful trees that we see. Number two. And the tree that is good for food. That is all the trees that are meant for food. Number three. And the tree of life also. In the middle of the garden. That is number three. And number four. And the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Let's jump to verse number 13. And then. The name of the second river was Gishon. Verse number 14. And the man and the name of the third river is Hidekel. Verse number 15. So he was talking about the things that were coming out of the, of the garden. Now listen to me. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden to dress it and to keep it. Verse number 16. Never you forget it. And the Lord commanded the man saying of every tree. Remember, he gave him how many kinds of trees? Four. Of 
tree of the garden you may freely eat. But, 17, but, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat of it. For the day that you shall eat it, you shall surely die. Listen, anything that God gives you, he told man, he said 25% of everything that I give you is mine. The reason why he did that was because the Lord wanted to be partners with, listen, the person who is a partner with you in business determines the dividend or the other investors. Do you know that sometimes when you are, maybe you are not in business so you don't understand, but when business want to get um, investors, they look at who are the managers, who are the managing directors, who are the board of governors, how long has it been in place, who are the partners. Then, based on the partners, somebody can say that, oh, if this guy is a partner in this business, then I know that is a viable business. It will not collapse. But here you are, they ask, who are the directors of the business? And then they mention somebody that you know that it is you that has been feeding. And then they said, I come and invest your 50,000. Said that I'm coming. Praise the name of Jesus. The Lord wanted us to understand that everything that He gives us, His portion is in it. The reason why He did that was so that He will be partners with us in it. Because Romans chapter 8 and verse number 16, He says that if the first fruit is holy, the rest is holy. If we understand the role of God's portion in our portion, then the rest. That belongs to us is secured praise the name of jesus if we understand the role of god's portion in our portion then the rest is secured if god is your partner nothing fails in your hands if god is your partner nothing finishes in your hand one day <laughs> the lord told elijah he said go to the widow woman and i want to partner with her in this farming and then he went to the widow woman. And then he said, the Lord sent me to you. Give me some of your food to eat. And then I was amazed that the widow woman told the man, the man of God. He said that I have only a little morsel, a little flour and a little oil. And I'm going to eat it with my son. And then we'll wait for death. Listen to what the man of God said. He said, do for me first. I'm thinking that he's the most wicked man on earth. When I read it, you are a man. Well, a good man with muscles. This is an old widow with a boy who cannot do anything. And listen to the, word, the words of the woman. She said, I'm gathering a few sticks to go and cook it. And then me and my son will eat it. And then we'll wait for death. Because everybody is dying. We will also die. And the man of God said, do for me first with all his energy. Wait. Before the Lord God sent the man to the widow woman, the Lord was feeding the man. Ravens, ravens, birds were bringing the man meat and bread morning, afternoon, evening. The man didn't need provision. God didn't need provision. God wanted to partner with a widow woman so that she would not die. And the Lord said, go there, connect to her by reason of her giving to the ministry. And I will sustain her. If the woman had eaten that, that would have been the last time we would have heard of her. But she gave it. Abraham obeyed. Mabel. Abraham obeyed promptly. Promptly. 
one day <laughs> in Genesis chapter 12 verse number 1 and 4 the Lord came the Lord said you see the issue is that we want to obey but we want to obey our way yeah. we want to obey Cheryl, but we want to obey our way no I'll do it no I, I, I'll do it as for this thing I'll stop it as for this thing, I will start doing it. But I will do it when things are stabilized. It will never be stabilized. Because even if I was a devil, I'll make sure that it never becomes stabilized. Because when you do it, you come out of my trap. So I make sure that the more it's about to be stabilized. Time. Then I stir it up again. Now the Lord has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy kindred. And from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land. Verse number 4. And Abraham, so Abraham departed promptly. Promptly. One day in the book of Genesis, the same Genesis, and chapter number 17, and verse number 10, the Lord said unto Abraham, Go and circumcise yourself. That's I don't want to even go there. God preach. I don't want to go there. What afternoon? A man that had an army, he had a private army. Abraham had a private army in his home. He, he had a private army with all the army arsenals. He could send them to go and fight. One man. He could send them to go and fight for the nation. Praise the name of Jesus. I heard the story of one wicked guy. That was Pablo Escobar. You have heard the story of Pablo Escobar. That dangerous criminal drug addict. He could kill at will. Everybody was afraid of him in that country. One day he offered a country. <laughs> he said I want to pay the bill the debt of our country and they said even now that you are not paying any bill any debt of the country we are all afraid of it. then you eat us up they said please we beg you keep your money Abraham had a private army but God told him anything sometimes the reason why brothers and sisters God doesn't take us beyond certain levels is because where we are now we can't even be controlled he can't even control us so when he gives us more we will die we, we, we can't obey promptly and everything that we are doing for God we are always looking around so how is this thing going to benefit me if it is not benefiting me then i am not inside but listen brothers and sisters if you are obeying god promptly it will cost you the first one the lord said leave he left how many things has the lord been telling you to leave that you are still clinging to this one the lord said circumcise yourself it means that cut certain things from your life but it becomes difficult Praise the name of Jesus. The Lord will bless you. Say amen. amen. The Lord will bless us. Say amen. amen. But we need to follow the footsteps of Abraham. Praise the name of Jesus. The third thing, the Lord told Abraham, he said, Genesis chapter 22, he said, go and sacrifice your son, Isaac. He didn't even mention it to his wife. If it was in our days now. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Your wife comes. Where is your car? Where is the car? Where is our car? Oh, oh, I sold it as a seed in church. You sold what? Did you tell me? Hey! See you in court. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> See you in court. Today marks the end. 
you are selfish, you are hypocrite, you are, give me more words, self-centered, unreliable, undependable, unchangeable. I have seen that all these years, I can't change you. You have gone to give the car to the church. So we will walk, right? It was Abraham's last one and only. Sarah gave birth to him at the age of 90 years. When one that my daughter who is 52 years went to deliver. It was because it was her first child after so many years of marriage. So they celebrated. Otherwise the nurses would have crucified her. Saying that 52 year old woman, why are you giving birth? For what? Do you understand what I'm saying? At 90 years old gave birth. And now the Lord said, give him to me. That is how it is sometimes when you are paying your 10%, your tithe. You look at the bills, you look at the things. Let me tell you something. I, I am not talking about something that it is only you, all of us. But we have come to the point of following God promptly. When anything comes into my hands, the first thing I think of is God what is your portion in the lot that you are giving? Sometimes the Lord gives me something. Somebody blesses me. And immediately the blessing comes. Somebody calls me. Oh, I, I, I have to do this and that and that and that and that and that. The person is not asking me. But the person just spoke to me. And immediately the Lord told me. The Lord tells me. That is why I gave it to you. I, I said, oh, don't worry. Listen. Listen. I keep on going up. Every giver, every giver keeps on going up. Every giver keeps on going up. Give me your one and only son. When he took him to the altar and was about to slaughter him. Now, please listen. I'm going to give you a revelation and then we'll close. When he was about to slaughter him, the Lord said, now I know. Stop it. And look at what the Lord now did. Sarah died at age 146. Abraham married another woman called Keturah and Abraham gave birth to five children 145 years old when, when he was 75 he wasn't producing listen do you know that the promise of Abraham actually came after Abraham had, I mean the promise of Isaac literally now I'm going to show you that the promise of Isaac actually came verbatim after Abraham had given to the Lord. Genesis chapter 14. Do it for me. I'm, I'm done. Genesis chapter 14. Now, go with me to Genesis chapter 14. Look at verse number, verse number 18 to 20. Genesis 14. 18 to 20. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine. Bread and wine represents in our days the communion. So he was talking about, and he said, and he was the priest of the Most High God. Verse number 19. And he blessed Abraham. And he said, blessed be Abraham of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. Verse number 20 says that, and look at verse 20. And he, and, and, and 
and blessed be the most high which has delivered your enemies into your hand so he was telling him the blessings that he had gotten and then he said and he gave him tithes of all when Melchizedek remembered Abraham the blessings that he had Bible said that immediately Abraham said ah I have remembered the portion of God in this blessing that he has given me I have not given it he carried all and then he gave it to him jump to the next chapter chapter 15 and verse number one downwards look this is the ending of chapter 14 bible said that after these things after what things after abraham had given to the lord his portion in the things that he had given him bible said after those things the word of the lord came unto abraham in a vision saying don't be afraid abraham i am your shield and your exceeding great reward verse number two and abraham said lord will he said what will you give me seeing that i go childless and maybe this elihazah of damascus shall be that which verse number four look at verse number four and verse the next verse verse number four and behold the word of the lord came unto him again saying this shall not be your hair but he that shall come forth out of your own bowels. The promise of Isaac was delivered after Abraham had given God that which was his in his. Hallelujah. I want you to close your eyes. Abraham obeyed promptly. Abraham obeyed sacrificially. Abraham obeyed against his convenience. What is the Lord telling you to leave? What is the Lord telling you to sacrifice for the sake of his name? Maybe it may be an attitude. Maybe it may be a nature. Somebody has offended you. You need to forgive the person. The Lord has been telling you. You keep telling yourself. You know, the way the hurt is. I don't know how I can forgive. I don't know. Look at you and me. The thing that we do. Yet God still forgives us. Bible said that. And if the Lord is to regard our iniquity. I'm not saying that. Brothers and sisters. I'm not saying that the thing that the person did was sweet. Man. People have hurt us. Now I'm talking about myself. People have hurt us real bad. I mean, real bad. Real bad. But the Lord is saying, forgive it. Don't say that I'm taking time. We don't have time. Do you know that the people that have died, they never thought that they were going to die. It's only a few people that when they are dying, they know that they are dying. I was... I was listening to the story of Catherine Coleman who passed down. He passed down on, on, on February 20th at 1.13 a.m. And then she prophesied her death. And she told them when she was in the hospital, she said, when I die in my funeral, bring only roses. Roses. Now, when the woman died in the hospital for three floors, three, one, two, three, he died on the third floor for three floors from the second third and fourth floor all of a sudden in 1976 they could smell roses all over the place all over the place and she told them 
she had written in the document that she gave them that I will leave to be with my father at 1.13 on February 20th. She left everything. She wrote everything. Listen. You can work with God to a point where you can take decisions for even your exit and your stay. I want us to close our eyes. Maybe there is somebody that you need to forgive. Maybe there is something that you need to run away from. Maybe there is something that you got to start doing for the Lord. Maybe you're Titan. I want you to pray. I just want us to pray online and in-house. All of us, we are praying. We are saying that, Lord, I need the grace. I need the grace. Can you lift up your voice and pray that prayer? I need the grace. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lord, I need your grace to obey promptly. To obey promptly. I want to obey promptly. I want to obey sacrificially. I want to obey your way, not my way. I don't want to delay in my obedience. But sometimes the more I want to do it, the more my body works against it. Lord, I desire grace. I ask for grace. I want you to lift up your voice. Listen, there is somebody that you must forgive. I want to pray for you if you are here. There is somebody that has hurt you. Listen, I was in that place. I was in that position. It was difficult. I'm telling you. Anytime I thought of this person, I felt like either committing suicide or if I had the opportunity of killing him. He did me a lot of harm. Sing above all for me. Above all. Now, if you are here, you want to receive grace to forgive. Can you just walk up to me quickly? Can you apply for me, please? And, and, and just walk up to me. I, I just want to pray for you. I know our time is up, but I feel... Just come. Just come. Just come before the podium. Just come before the altar. Just kneel before the altar and pour out your heart. You just kneel before the altar and pour out your heart to the Lord tell the Lord Father give me the grace to forgive listen if you are not able to forgive it will be difficult for you to migrate onto the other level the Lord wants you maybe that is all the obedience that God is looking for from you you have been doing everything Abraham was doing everything until the last one until the last one until the last one talk to the Lord Lord, give me the grace to forgive. It is true. That person abused you. It is true. That person broke your heart. It is true. That person lied to you and upon you. It is true. It was because of that person that you are in, in this situation. It is true. That thing was so... You nearly died. It is true. But it is not beyond forgiveness until the Lord gives you the grace you may not be able to forgive and this day as we commemorate memorial service the name of the Lord Jesus pour your heart out to the Lord tell the Lord heal my heart of this pain that I may forgive crucify sing it with me oh 
To the Lord above all kings, above all thrones, above all nations, and all created things. We have the lyrics on the board and all the ways of man. Wonders above all wonders, no one has ever known. All wealth above all wealth and precious of the earth. There's no way to measure. There's no way to measure. There's no way to measure. There's no way. It is painful. It is difficult. May the Lord give you the grace. It is painful. It is hard. But may the Lord give you the grace. May the Father of mercy give you the grace. Just like He has mercy on us. May He give you the grace. I know it is painful. It is very hard. Jesus Christ, I pray. All the tears being shed. Lord, today marks the last pain of remembering all those. All those pains. All those bad things. All those rejections. Neglects, abuses. Lord, names calling. Lies. Determination to extinct our lives brought us this far by your grace i pray for myself all these beautiful ladies and gentlemen here and all those in-house and all those online whatever is stopping us from obeying promptly lord we ask for the grace we ask for the grace may we live in advanced forgiveness where before people offend us we have already forgiven them lord we know that forgiving them doesn't mean that they'll become our friends again. 
but it means that we have left them from the prison of our hearts so that we can be free to accommodate you so that as you are in heaven we can also be on earth I pray for everyone connected let today mark the beginning today is the last Sunday of the month of May in fact after tomorrow Lord we will start a brand new month we enter into the month of June with a new baggage which is a bag full of your love full of your goodness full of your grace full of your mercies full of your excellence I pray oh Lord honor us empower us strengthen us and give us the fortitude to surge ahead we give you all the praise Jesus blessed and mighty name God bless you wait wait let me help you out you have taken a very wonderful decision God bless you Communion stewards, let the communion go on. Okay, they are still sharing the communion. Let's quickly sing it again. Trampled on the ground. You took the fall. And Let's sing it again. Look at the songs. Above all, let's start it again. Look at that. Very powerful song. Let the communion be shared all over. When you take the communion, open it and start praying over it. But look at the words. Above all wisdom and all the ways of man. You were here before the world began. Come on. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Above all kingdoms. Above all those, above all wonders, the world has ever known. Above all wealth and treasures of the earth, there's no way to measure what you're took the bread the night before he was crucified and blessed it and when he had blessed it and then he broke it he didn't call it bread again he said it is my body father 
please i want you to lift up your bread we bless you for the bread jesus blessed it and sanctified it and when he broke it he didn't say it was bread he said it is my body please can you break your bread this is the body of christ and then he lifted up the cup when he had blessed it he didn't call it cup or drink he said my blood father we bless the content of all this cup today we assign the communion for grace to walk in prompt obedience to walk in sacrificial obedience to walk in living obedience to walk in crucifixion obedience we ask oh lord to walk in forgiving obedience to be able to forgive the many hurts thank you in jesus name please take the body and the blood of christ you once you finish your communion please prepare your offering and prepare your tithe maybe for a very long time you have not paid your tithe follow the example of Abraham let's follow the example of Abraham and take your tithe let's follow the examples of Abraham he was a tither lift your time please if you want to give all right now this is a 501c and church so at the end of the giving year we always give giving records let me take this opportunity to thank all of you online and in-house those of you paying your tithe here and those of you giving here listen it is your giving and my giving that makes us work the works of god no church can do the works of God without finances. The government doesn't give finances. It is our tithe and our offering. That is why it is so dear to the heart of God. Because without it, the gospel cannot be preached. And so by the grace of God, this is a 501c church. At the end of the year, we give everybody a giving credit. So that if you want to use it for the purposes of your tax, you can. And so we recommend that if you don't mind, you write your name at the back of the envelope or however giving you are using. If you use electronically, of course, we'll get your details so that we can, at the end of the year, compute accurately without any errors how much you have given to the Lord. Not so that you quantify it, but so that you can apply um, the giving credit to your taxes. So God bless you. Thank you so much for believing in what God is doing and standing with the mandate and the ministry with your resources there is nothing too small there is nothing too big the lord lays anything on your heart go ahead and do it and let us know let me know and then we will make sure that whatever has to be done duly will be done please lift it up father we thank you for the many giving hearts and hands nobody can outgive you that proof of love is given if we love you we give and we give bountifully 
Lord, receive this special offering. Receive this special tithe. Maybe we are here, we've not paid tithe for a very long time, but today we want to start. Lord, I pray that you receive it and you let the heavens be open over us. Any devourer that has been working against us in any dimensions, because of today and because of the word, we rebuke them in Jesus' name. Let your name be glorified. Jesus' name, amen. Please kindly drop it quickly in and be like my daughter Shana will say, a faithful title. I love that statement. It encourages me a lot. Please, quickly, the announcement is that the College of Leaders and Pastors, you know yourself, 30 p.m. sharp here. We are having the first session. So please, if you are part of the College of Pastors and Leaders, 2.30, everything must be done. All other meetings must be done before then. If you want to go home and come or do something, please, you are free to do that. But by 2.30, we are gathering here for an exceptional meeting with the Lord. Amen. Alright. And also, also remember that um, from the 7th, June the 7th to June the 13th, we are fasting. Amen. Listen, the Lord specifically told me, prophetically, the Lord told me that I want my people to be empowered for the next level. There are things that are coming. You must be empowered in order to handle it. Yeah. Because some of them are bigger than us. Amen. So please, 7th to 13th of June, be part of it. Seven day prayers and fasting. Let's be on our feet. Uh, when we close, um, if you can fraternize a bit, do fraternize with friends and family. This is not a church, a normal church. This is a family. It's a home. It's a home. And please make sure that at the fellowship hall, we always got something. Like I always say, we always pray over it so that it becomes a medium of healing. A medium of divine visitation try and get something it, it is not for sale so please don't be bothered about that and then the lord bless you say amen the lord keep you say amen the lord make his face shine upon you the lord give you your greatest heart desire in jesus mighty name amen before i share the grace if today is your first time here as i do i really want to give you a very special warm handshake because it is so a privilege for us to have you with us whether you are a one-time person passing through or you'll be coming or i want to welcome you so like we always do in holy hill chapel if today is your first time please would you walk up to me yes <laughs> i know it came as a surprise <laughs> because it was like oh thank god thank god and all of a sudden you know god bless you that are these not wonderful women please come are they not wonderful wow so right give me a microphone you just tell us your name and then who invited you here okay. and then because we are family we we thank god that you are here but we just want to know uh, who invited you and want you to so that when i see you in town i'll not call you hey lady hey lady i can mention your name okay. you know yeah so. hi i'm Ginny cheryl invited me wow hallelujah so that is Ginny, and then cheryl invited her i'll pray with you and then you are i'm christian how i invited you wow hallelujah do you know her you have we have tasted her hands right <laughs> yes and i'm also amanda how i invited hallelujah <laughs> we have been praying over amanda's head 
<laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. Please stretch forth your hand towards Amanda, Christine, and then Jenny. We want to pray for them. Father, thank you for your faithfulness and for your blessings in bringing these wonderful, dear, precious ladies into our midst. There is a reason why you brought them here today. I pray that when they depart from this place, Lord, give them testimonies. Let your name be glorified. We thank you for hearing us and answering us. In Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for coming after service. There is a form in, just a connection form in. Just fill it for me because we will want to. Yeah, and then after service, Minister, um, 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 Minister Chantel and Minister Shana will uh, meet up with us. And then I will also pass by and then we will talk to you briefly. Just right here. Just right here. All right. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God is on the board. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit is a prophetic statement. Be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercies shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Hallelujah forever and ever. Now, let's take our prophetic declaration. He says, With long life, full of prosperity, and sound health shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our lives amen god bless you i'll see you on wednesday amen